Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, Yins guys, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and happy Thursday. And I do have to say, my voice is quite lower than normal. Uh, I am not feeling 100% per se. I have a sore throat. Pretty sure I got that from watching my nephew, but you know, it is what it is. So I will do my best to be as outgoing and as animated as I usually am. I actually think that was pretty good just now. So I will hang in there. But Yin's guys, I'm so excited. October 9th. Fuck yeah. Real Housewives of Potomac is happening. I almost feel like I want to have a theme song for them for myself. And I want it to be inspired by Candace's. I just got a text message. Please excuse. I will get to that later. Now, I almost want it to be like the real housewives of Potomac. <laughs> I mean, that's what she kind of does, right? Um, so I could do that. It might get annoying as I just did it now. And it is kind of annoying already. All right, I'll shut the fuck up and let you know about what's going on. Yesterday's episodes, Salt Lake and Beverly Hills finale. I do have to say Salt Lake to me was a little bit boring. And I only say that because I think Beverly Hills was strong because we all know that it was the last episode. And you got Lisa Renna and Erica Jane, those villains. You know what I mean? Those villains, those Ursulas, if we will, those uh, Maleficents. All those Disney villains that we hate, but we love at the same time. Do you really hate a Disney villain? I don't really. I think they're pretty badass. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the Beverly Hills finale. Obviously, Rinna and Erica are putting Kyle in such a fucked up position with her sister. And I think that's very unfair and quite selfish from the two of them to be doing that. If you ask me, and even Kyle said, you're only hurting me. You know that. And then Erica's, no, your sister's hurting you. We're not doing anything. And then you have like Lisa as the backup. Yes, Kyle, your sister is the one that needs to take responsibility. We need to hold those accountable. But then Kyle was like, well, you know what? Everything that Kathy said and all this shit and her attitude in Aspen was leaked by your publicist, Erica. And then with her saying, I'd love for you to send me what you got because Kathy Hilton is, she will cut you if she needs to. She did that damn investigation. She found out that Erica's publicist did, in fact, send that shit. So there's that. Of course, that's what they say in the show. Is it necessarily true? I don't know. But do you want to believe it? Sure. Why not? Let's just believe it at this point. So that was pretty intense. And it was unfortunate to read at the very end that Kyle and Kathy have only had a few interactions after that whole event happened, or actually after the whole apology with Lisa Renna and how Lisa was like, oh no, I'm not going to have you do that with me, Kathy. No. Lisa Renna just had a different accent, and I think it's hilarious. 
So I'm sad about that. And I think it's terrible that Erica and Rinna basically fucked up Kyle's relationship because even Kyle said at the very end, she's like, if I have to choose between my two friends and my sister, I mean, she's my blood. Family first, Jin's guys. We always know that. We always know that. And you know what? I think both of them would be the same way, Erica and Lisa. I think they would do the same thing if they were in that position. It's really unfortunate that Kyle... And I'm actually sticking up for Kyle crazily as I am because I am not the biggest fan of Kyle. I think she's quite boring, to be honest, at this point in the show with how many years she's been on it. But I feel quite bad for her because she's had to experience all of this sister drama shit. And is this really what happens when you have a sister? I don't have a sister, so I don't really know. But is this really the dynamic that sisters have with each other? Or is this just like rich people sister shit? I don't know, but it's pretty toxic. And unfortunately, Kyle has had to live that through this show. However, I do have to say she probably gets pretty good buckaroos for it too. You know what I'm saying? So that was a pretty intense episode. I'm looking forward to the reunions. As we saw Sutton on Watch What Happens Live, She said that there wasn't really a lot of happy moments in it. And as I said, maybe a couple episodes ago, they usually do a cast photo and they hug their shit out and do all that. Oh, I love you. They didn't do that. So something had to have happened. Apparently, Kathy Hilton has been really good using her voice at this reunion. I think it seems as if from the finale, Erica now has a strained relationship with Kyle And I feel like Lisa might be like that for a hot second, but I feel like she'll kind of be a flip-flopper. She'll be like with Erica and then she'll be with Kyle. She'll be one of those people. So again, I know a lot of people want Rena off the show. I don't think that's a good idea. I think she causes a lot of pot stirring and shit, even though some people would say that Garcelle kind of does. I think Garcelle did really well. She's just bringing up shit that people all want to know. She's like, hey, let's take care of this situation. What the fuck is up? I think Garcelle is a good friend and I think she does her due diligence with things that are important. So, Garcelle, I love you. Now, going on to Salt Lake City, from what I remember, this is when we find out that Whitney spoke to her half-brother and I guess he had this thing called EDMR or whatever. It's some sort of like therapeutic something something where you take yourself back into your early childhood days or memories or whatever. And so I guess he saw that Whitney got abused when she was a kid or younger, younger age. So and I guess she always suppressed it and she put it down and she never spoke about it. But it's almost like she never remembered it either. Now, is it because she didn't want to remember it or she really literally just didn't? I was a little confused by that, but it was a very powerful scene to see her sitting there with her husband. I mean, I cried. It was very it was very sad. On top of that, you had Jen Shaw talking to her mother about this whole legal situation with her and how sometimes she wishes that she wasn't even here and her kids and Sharif didn't have to deal with all this shit that she's going through. And then, you know, her mom starts crying. I'm so sorry that my dog is barking. He's upstairs. So it was just intense. And then you had them go to like this shaman or whatever. And where were they? I think they were in Scottsdale, Arizona. Is there a lot to do there? Someone tell me. I know that my friend Blake Adams out there in Scottsdale. So I just want to know, is there much to do? Let me know. Maybe I'll come out. 
And it was funny after they did all this stuff where they're like cleansing and trying to get their shit out of their bodies or whatever. It was kind of like what happened in Dubai <laughs> whenever Brooks was sitting there and she was like getting a fly around her. She's like, what the fuck? It kind of reminded me of that, but it was a little bit more boring because I miss my Dubai bitches because they're amazing. I hope they're filming now because I love them. But it was interesting because after the whole thing, the lady's like, do you guys feel like it's a safe space? Blah, 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 blah. And then Lisa looks over at Meredith and she's like, I feel like I used to be a safe space for you. Yeah. And then Meredith's like, well, you're not a safe space for me, Lisa. And then she's like, oh, okay, never mind. And then she leaves because Lisa Barlow is all about herself. She's selfish as fuck. She can't take accountability for anything. She's the biggest hypocrite on the show. I'm not a Lisa fan, clearly. And I love that I'm not a Lisa fan. That's that. I'm clearing my I'm clearing my body of my feelings of Lisa. So that's kind of what I remember from the episode. Again, as I said, I think the Beverly Hills was stronger. I don't know if it's because it was the season finale. That probably had something to do with it. But I think also we really just want to know what the hell you said, Kathy Hilton. What was said in Aspen? Everyone's just talking, Lisa especially. She's just talking, 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 building it up, building it up. And who even said, I think it was Garcelle. I think it was Garcelle. What is this, a soap opera? She didn't say it like that. But in her confessional, she's like, what is this, a soap opera, Lisa Rinna? You're being a little bit dramatic. I think you're kind of hyping it up to make like a big ass story about it when it's probably really not that big of a deal. But like, why isn't anyone saying it? I just I'm curious. I'm not really sure. And I know that we all want to know. So will we get a little bit of what Kathy Hilton said in Aspen when Lisa Rinna locked herself in her own room? I don't know, but I would be uh, curious about it. Now, as far as Housewives Beverly Hills, they put their looks and what they're wearing to the reunion. To me, best dressed, I would have to say, hmm, I actually like what Lisa Rinna is. She does so well with the animal prints. I don't know if I love the long hair. I'm just not... I like the traditional Lisa Rinna hair, but she looks really good in that. Uh, is it leopard print dress? It looks like it, but we all know that she loves her prints and it's a nice sleek dress. Love it. I would say she might be number one. Garcelle's looking really good, too, with her black ensemble with like some really nice shoulder patty things with sequins at the neckline. Very, very nice. Crystal. Love her yellow dress. It's simple and elegant, which is what she is down with as far as her clothes. We all know that she's not the biggest girly girl. She said it on the show, but I think she looks great. I think she looks beautiful. And Crystal, I want to see more and more of you because I really enjoy you on the show. I enjoy that you're like this pure, innocent gal but I kind of want to see more of the drama from you because we just haven't seen it. And I'm curious on what that would look like. But I also have a feeling you're not really like that because I don't think your husband would have married you if you were like that. Because we saw in a scene yesterday, he's like, every time these women are together, there's just a lot of yelling and a lot of drama. He makes a space and then he walks away. So that's just my own opinion. Erica is having like some sort of mid boobage moment cleavage thing 
with blue. It's like an ice school blue dress. That's like Cinderella, but a little bit more risque in her uh, number, I guess. Sutton is as expected with a terrible print uh, dress. I'm sure it's couture because she likes ugly ass couture things. I'm sorry. Someone come at me as far as the couture designer. I don't give a fuck. Some of the shit is ugly. Like those Birkin bags, they are ugly as fuck. Why are they 60 some thousand dollars? And who in their right mind would want to spend? I don't understand why these ladies like that. I don't care if it's the name. I don't give a shit. They are ugly. They're ugly. Come get at me too because they're ugly as fuck. They should not be that expensive. They look like a Target bag. And guess what? I have great Target bags that were like $25. So there's that. Am I uh, someone who just doesn't know much about the fashion industry? Maybe. But all I know is what I see and that Birkin bags are ugly. Now, Kathy Hilton also, as expected, her dress pink. It's very like cocktail-y, but like... I'm going to my prom in 1980, whatever. It's like a sheerish, not sheerish, that's not the fucking word. See, I, I know nothing about fashion. But it's almost like a a satiny type of thing. I don't know. It just looks not good. I don't like what she's wearing. Dorit has this like side, I don't know, over the shoulder type of dress. It's blue. I love the color blue. I hate her hair. It's way too long. It's fishtail braid. It just, it's not her best look. So best dress to me, Lisa Rinna, then Garcelle. Ooh, but Kyle's not bad either. I like her dress. It's kind of like shiny. I don't know if it's sequin, but it's like a, it's like a pale type of color. So it kind of washes out her skin, but she still looks nice. Don't love the blondish hair highlight stuff that she got going on, but she looks okay. So those are the looks. Now, let me see what else I can find. Okay. So if you guys recall the Southern Charm season finale where Craig acted like a complete insane douche lord to Leva, what the fuck, dude? You're crazy as shit. Paige, how are you dealing with it? I don't understand. And then first of all, you're like, that bitch needs to go. That's fucked up. Where? Who are you? Okay. Your summer house. You don't know their whole fucking situation. Like, this is insane. And none of you guys... Craig in particular should treat Leva like shit because she's got business years over you, honey, and I'm sure she could really help you out. And I loved the fact during that finale, whenever Craig was like, you can leave, Leva. She's like, dude, I just wanted to talk to your business partners. You know, the ones that are actually doing the business. You're just the fucking face of the business. Leva, you're 100% right, okay? I know that. Yin's guys should know that. All of his peeps that are working for him, that literally, the, what the guy said, come up with a business plan. I have my sister-in-law's blah, 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 blah. That was like a couple seasons ago. And we'll get this off the ground. Guess what? They did it. Why? It's not because of Craig. He's just the face. And his friends, who are the business people, went through this because they're smart. They're business people, clearly. They knew that they were going to make money with Craig being the face because he's on this fucking show and people like him and all that shit. They know. Are they really good friends? Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. But sometimes it's hard to go in business with your friends. So hopefully that friendship lasts. So I'm anxious to see the uh, reunion tonight. 
we'll see Taylor. And I hate the way that she did this with the trailer. She was talking about herself and how Shep slept with supposedly 300 plus girls and that she was just another number and she was just the longest whore that stuck around. Girlfriend, don't talk down about yourself. I mean, seriously, why would you do that? I was very disappointed for her to say that because I'm wondering, like, is that how she sees herself? I don't know. Or was it just clearly an act like a feeling that she just had in the moment and she wasn't really thinking? I don't know. But Taylor, you are not like that whatsoever. We know it. And we're for you. We're here for you. I'm on your side. Shep's developed. The older that he gets, the more assholery that he gets, which is sad because... I do think that he could potentially be a good guy, but you can only, I don't know, you can only say that so many times. And if the person just continues to do the same action, as Ariana would say about Jax, this is a pattern. This is who he is. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So apparently this story, it's involving Leva at Craig's little party. This is on Reality Blurb. It's interesting. It says an Instagram user suggested that Leva had no accountability for her actions and talking crap about Craig. And it says, why didn't her girlfriends have her back? Well, I think Naomi did, clearly, because Craig's been a piece of shit to Naomi this whole season. And I personally think that he's like that because he still can't accept the fact that they broke up and he's still hurt from it. And he hasn't really dealt with that feeling of being rejected. That's what I think. Do I think that he still wants to be with Naomi? No, I think he really loves Craig. That's or, <laughs> I think he really loves Paige. That was hilarious because he is kind of in love with himself and Austin. But I think Lever responded by saying the other girls have to stay. And sadly, not everyone is built to stick up to a person who has such a big screaming presence because we're filming a show. Not only that, she says, the other girls have to stay. Wait, I just said that. I'm not saying you are against me. What you didn't see is people crying, people screaming, demeaning others, etc. I'm not scared of a bully. That's that. I can eat alone. People don't leave because we are filming a show. We have to stay. So it seems as if... You know, we just don't know what the fuck was going on. This other person, J-I-G-I-L-2, Instagram user, says to Leva, well, what happened then? Do we have to wait for the reunion? You are always the level-headed one. Editing was not in your favor last night. She says eventually the truth will come out. And this last thing that she says to at Lori Shoal 17 She says, they will see soon, but second, remember I'm whispering so Craig doesn't even hear the conversation. This was on the finale. Uh, I'm not allowed to speak to his partners knowing full well I have my own relationship with them. We have had meetings without Craig. I even did a pillow line for them. LOL. How is it okay for someone to speak to a friend of 10 years that way and not to mention speak to his female partner that way and demand she not speak to his female friend? Even without context, it's super misogynistic. Well, you know what? No wonder why he's best friends with Austin. Because Austin tried to do that with Olivia. Don't talk to Madison. You don't talk to my ex. And also, don't date. Like, what the fuck? Who are you people? Y'all just get married and live with your narcissistic ass selves because I'm tired of this. I'm grown. I'm tired. I can't. 
So I am looking forward to the reunion tonight. But yeah, Jens, guys, I'm going to call it quitsies early because my throat is hurting like fuck. Uh, but I appreciate Yins being on this little roller coaster ride with me today. Uh, super excited. Super, super, super. How many times can I say that? Super, squared, cubed, whatever for Potomac. I cannot wait. I have been waiting so long. And I'm super, super, super waiting for New York. Bravo. What are you doing to me? You are killing me. Bring back my Roni bitches. And I know that BravoCon is next week. And I hope all of yins who have tickets, I am jealous of you. How did you have the money? What the hell? Can you flip me like 400 bucks? Because that's basically how much it is to get in. I don't know if that's for the weekend or for the day. Like, it's crazy. And then can anyone else like go fund me my plane ticket ride? I know that this is not going to happen, but in my mind... I will be there and I know it's going to be fabulous, but it's way too expensive. Now, till the meantime, please follow your girl on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer and follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. I hope Yins guys enjoy the Southern Charm Part 1 reunion. Fucking enjoy. Yes, Potomac Can't Wait season premiere Sunday at 9, I believe. If it's not 9, it's 8 o'clock because I think Married to Medicine might be after or before. So, Yins, guys, have a great week and <laughs> a weekend, and uh, I'll catch Yins next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 